This is the Art of Dental Finance and Management podcast brought to you by Art Wiederman, CPA with Ide Bailey. Whether it's taxes and investing or planning wisely, Art is the expert to make your dental practice profitable. At Ide Bailey, what inspires you inspires us. We provide a suite of accounting and advisory services dedicated to the total care of your practice. Visit our website to access our tools and resources tailored for dentists, idebailey.com slash dentist. That's E-I-D-E-B-A-I-L-L-Y dot com slash dentist. This podcast is distributed with the understanding that Art Wiederman, CPA, and Ide Bailey, LLP are not rendering legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Listeners should consult with their business advisors before acting on any of the information or opinions shared. If you have questions and or feedback, make sure to email Art over at awiederman at idebailey.com. That's A-W-I-E-D-E-R-M-A-N at E-I-D-E-B-A-I-L-L-Y dot com. You can also give Art a call at 657-279-3243. Without further delay, here's your host, Dental CPA Art Wiederman. And hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Art of Dental Finance and Management with Art Wiederman CPA. I'm your host, Art Wiederman, CPA. Welcome to my podcast. We're in our fifth year of doing this podcast. I'm so excited. And I have a wonderful, wonderful guest and a wonderful, very, very important topic uh, for you today. My guest today is going to be Dana Johnson. Dana is a certified Dentrix trainer and a workflow expert. So in your office, do you have your front office and your back office people saying, you know, I don't know if we're using our software efficiently and, and, and I just feel like we're a little unorganized. Well, we're going to help you with that today. And in fact, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to go through the 10 top things that people are not doing with their dental software. And again, you know, we'll be talking about Dentrix, but what we're going to talk about today with Dana is going to be applicable to any dental software because they all, you know, with different uh Caveats run run pretty much the same. So we'll get to Dana in a moment. Um, I want to thank everybody again for listening to the podcast. And I want to, again, thank my wonderful, wonderful marketing partner, Decisions in Dentistry Magazine. Uh, Lorraine Kent and her team are just absolutely awesome. Uh, They are coming out with new products, uh, Business of Dentistry website down the road here. Um, They're coming out with a uh, a new product. a new magazine having to do with front office, uh, doing a lot of stuff to help dentists. And on the clinical side, they're off the charts. You can get 140 continuing education courses uh, from them uh, at a very, very reasonable cost. Please go to www.decisionsindentistry.com. If you are looking for a dental-specific CPA, uh, I am the uh, dental Division Director at the CPA firm of Ide Bailey. Uh, I'm located out of Tustin, California in Orange County. Our office is about 10 minutes from Disneyland. I haven't been to Disneyland in a while. It's gotten very expensive, but it's wonderful. I remember going there as a kid, and um, I remember the first time I went to Disneyland, uh, I went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and my heart almost fell out because when you start the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you take a straight dop, uh Drop to the bottom. I have no idea why I'm talking about that, but I, I do like Disneyland, but that's where we are. And um, if you are looking for a dental-specific CPA, if your CPA is not doing things, this podcast is going to get published 
uh, I believe, in uh, in June. And you will have just finished your taxes. If you got a big surprise and you're looking for not getting big surprises, give me a call. My number is 657-279-3243. And my email is awiederman at idbailey.com. Be sure to check out our new Ide Bailey podcast, Ebb and Flow, a business podcast providing inspired insight on issues and trends the middle market faces. Hear unique business stories, get answers to frequently asked and unasked questions, and understand business topics that matter to you. Available now on your favorite podcast platform. All right, uh, let's get into our topic today. Uh, Let me introduce my guest. Uh, My guest is Dana Johnson. Uh, She is the founder and CEO of Novani. Uh, she's a speaker. She's an author. She's a work, workflow expert, a member of the group that I've um, become a part of, which is the Speaking and Consulting Network. Uh, Dana loves her work. She's got more than 25 years of experience in the dental industry. Dana's passion for efficient, consistent, and secure systems is grounded in personal understanding and professional expertise With a watchful eye, Dana helps dental teams create better workflows for daily, weekly, and monthly routines for a more productive, stress-free work environment. She knows that your entire day revolves around your practice management software and creating efficient, consistent systems, and and that that's a key to success. Uh, When Dana's not training, and I'm sure she'll tell us a little bit about this, uh, when she's not training, speaking, podcasting, and she is a fellow podcaster, uh, or writing an article. She enjoys spending time with her husband, Kevin Henry. And I got to meet Kevin through SCN. And Kevin and I have become fast friends because we are both passionate about baseball. Um, uh, so she spends time with her husband, Kevin, traveling, golfing, and hiking in the mountains. She's a total foodie and went on the road, searches out local restaurants to support the local economy. I think you and I are going to be friends forever, Dana. Welcome. Definitely. <laughs> so what's your so. favorite... What's your favorite foods? What do you like? Oh my gosh. Yeah, probably my favorite genre of food is Greek. I love Mediterranean food. It is my favorite. And like, like gyros, maybe? I love uh, you know, this the Greek salad with all the tomatoes and Kalamata olives and feta and and I do love gyros and I just love Mediterranean food. Wow, that's amazing. And you live in Colorado, right? Yes. Uh, Kevin and I moved to Colorado in 2014. And I'm originally from Seattle. And Kevin is originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, you know, so we found Denver. It was right in the middle of the two two places. And this is where we found our home. Well, tell us tell us a little bit about your professional journey before we get into this topic. We got a lot of great information for you guys today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I kind of fell into dentistry. It wasn't my path of choice when I was in college and I was, you know, going to school to be a marketing executive and, you know, kind of the tides turned a little bit, had some things come up in my life. And I ended up going to work for my uncle who had a computer company and we installed computers into medical and dental offices and that was my first my first uh, journey into dentistry was actually installing computers. So I'm kind of a techie, you know. I'm kind of a one of those geeks that 
crawls around on the floor with a screwdriver and installs computers and things like that. I, I might have to hire you. I, I have <laughs> two adult children and I had them for the sole purpose of teaching me about technology. Yeah, yeah. And so I had had a technology background to start with. And then I went to work for my first dental practice up in the state of Washington in 1992, I think, 92, um, the year my daughter was born. And so, you know, now I can say I've been in dentistry for over 30 years, which is crazy. Wow. And yeah, and then I became a, a when my, my second dental practice, when we converted to the Dentrix software, uh, I really wanted to learn everything there was about the software. And uh, so in 2005, they were looking for certified trainers. And, and that's when I applied to be a trainer, not really wanting to go out and train, but I just wanted to learn more about the software. And lo and behold, now, you know, 17 years later, I'm a full-time trainer, consultant, speaker, author, all of that. And so it really, uh, my path, really turned uh, and went a, a direction that I am so excited about. I love it. And you're a golfer too. What 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 else could be better than that, right? Oh, I know. Love to golf. Anytime I'm at a conference and there's golf involved, I'm I'm in I'm in it, you know. So well, I love well, it. Well the good news is if you golf in Colorado, your drives probably go about forty miles further because you're <laughs> you're you're way up there, right? Yeah. Altitude really plays a part in uh in how far your driver will will hit the ball for sure i try and i try and play play golf courses where there's a downhill in the fairway so it, i can say i had a 300 yard drive um that doesn't happen too often but anyway so um let's start off the conversation dana talking about kind of an, an overview why is it so important and what are some of the challenges that your dental offices have seen uh, in 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 the uh using the dental software and why is it important specifically so that, that the dental software integrates with all parts of the business. Correct. Yeah. And I love that you called it a business because, you know, I always remind my teams that not only are you in healthcare, but you are also running a small business. And I was uh, teaching uh, two newbies in dentistry. You know, we have a lot of a lot of new team members in the dental in the dental field that have come from other other industries. And I was teaching two brand new team members at the on the business team, on the admin team. And, you know, probably one of the first things I did stress with them is that, you know, we are running a small business. And so we have to look at the efficiency of our, our, uh, our day, you know, making sure that we have systems in place, that we're booking to goal, that we even know what our production goals are. And all those things that we don't even think about on the business side of dentistry. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, you know, one of the, probably one of my signature phrases that I tell all my clients is, you know, my goal for you is to get you off of those backcountry roads, you know, taking the scenic route through your software, you know, just taking your sweet old time through the countryside and, you know, my goal is to get you on the expressway. And so when you're in your dental practice, when you are in your software, navigating your software, my goal is to get you on the expressway as fast as possible. I think we want, we had talked about the fact, we, we want everybody to be, what, what do you call them? Super users of the software? Super, yes, super users. I, I mean, isn't it true, Dana, that not only with Dentrix, but with lots of other softwares, 
that most people don't use more than 10 or 20% of the capabilities of these softwares? That is so true. In fact, I, I do say that we have a we have a live event called Ask the Experts. Uh, we do those probably four or five times a month. And uh, I always, I have that in the tagline, you know, more, most offices only use about 10 or 15% of what their practice management software is capable of. And um, I just love all the aha moments that we get, you know, every time we have an event, um, you know, people that have been using Dentrix even for like 20 years, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know Dentrix could do that. And I'm sure that any trainer with any software, whether it's EagleSoft or, or, you know, Open Dental or whatever, they probably hear the same things. They see those light bulb moments, those eyes light up when you learn something new. And I just love that. That's, that's what really keeps me going every day. And what's great is if you have team members who want to learn and they're looking for resources like you and they go on to these calls. And so they're like waiting for the next pearl that Dana can say, oh, my God, I can save 10 minutes on this. And, and those are the types of team members that are golden. So, oh, yeah, I love oh, it. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing about Dentrix? Oh, probably one of my favorite things about Dentrix is the ability to customize it for your unique practice. And I know that sometimes can be a love-hate relationship because Dentrix is so comprehensive and there are several ways to do things. There's several different ways that you could customize it or navigate it. But that's probably the one thing I love about it is that you can make it work for you. And I love getting creative with the software and giving the office what they want out of the software. And I know that if if some if a doctor is looking to change the so change his software because maybe he thinks that it doesn't do what he really wants it to do, just give me ten minutes with that person. Give me ten minutes with that doctor, and I know I can I can make the software do what they want it to do. And and uh, so that's the funnest thing I love about it. Do you get the opportunity to get someone who is maybe even either opening a new office or is changing and you get to structure Dentrix exactly the way you want it? Yes. Many times I do. In fact, um, it's so funny. I was just talking with a doctor this morning and she is she has a brand new startup and wow. you don't see startups very often. Uh, typically, we see practices that are being trans, the ownership might be transferred, but she has a brand new startup. I'm super excited to work with her because we get to we get to have this blank canvas, and she can do whatever she wants to. And I'm I'm really excited to help her to grow the practice that she really dreams of. And and most of the time, I'm working with practices that have been using Dendrix for a while. Uh, so to customize it uh, for them is a little bit more challenging just because we have a lot of history to work with, but it's still doable. Do you find sometimes some resistance from the front office? Like, well, I know how to use Dentrix and I don't really want to change. Yes, all the time. And those are probably my funnest, my best <laughs> experiences, you know, because, uh, because I'm, I'm, I used to be there. I was a, I was a, uh, a know-it-all, or I thought I was a know-it-all. And I, I'm pretty hard, hardcore, you know, OCD. I like things my way. Ask Kevin, you know, I like things my uh, are, way. Are you and I brother and sister? <laughs> I, I really need to know that because I use the same thing with me. It's like, I know. oh my gosh. 
I have to I make know. sure that I've locked the car three times before I go in the house, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I've, I've been there. I've been that person that I'm, I'm hard to change, but once I show them, I'm, so I, I get their permission, you know, do I have your permission to, that I can show you something that maybe you haven't seen before or, you know, is it okay if I show you a different way? You know, I don't want to change you, but I do at least want the opportunity to show you something that maybe you haven't seen. And a lot of times once I show them the um, the workflow efficiency, how much time it can save them, how much m- money it can save them, then they're all, I got them in my back pocket. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. All right, let's get into this. So we're going to talk about the top 10 things that you might not even know exist in your software. So let's, I'm, I'm just going to tee them up for you. Let's start off with finding a new appointment time. Yeah. I can only come in after 3 PM or when's your first <laughs> appointment. So exactly. talk about that. Yeah, exactly. And you know, so when you're working at the front desk, probably one of the most common phone calls that you're going to get is, uh, you know, I need to schedule my next appointment, but I can only come in on, Fridays, or I can only come in on Tuesday afternoons after four o'clock. And of course, those are going to be your most popular times. And, you know, uh, dental practices right now are probably the busiest that they have been in years. And, and most practices are booking out months in advance. And so, you know, to save yourself time, instead of clicking through each day, day by day by day, uh, you should have a feature in your software where you can search for availability on a certain day or filter it by a certain time of day, maybe even by a, by a provider. Um, and so that way, then the software will pull up the first available openings in those filtering, in those parameters that you're searching for. So it definitely can save you a ton of time if you're looking for a particular day or time or searching for the first opening with a particular provider. Um, And so, you know, in the Dentrix software, it's called find new appointment time. And, you know, in your software, you may just need to Google your resources and see what the feature is called in your software. But that's probably one of the biggest time savers and also one of the biggest aha moments that I see in dental practices. You know, I'll get I'll get off front office team members that have been using Dentrix for 20 years and they're like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea that icon was there. And uh, so it just makes me so happy that that I can pull up this little nugget for people. And it makes the patient happy because you're sitting there and the patient yeah. says, I can only come in after 3 p.m. And then instantly you you hit a couple buttons and the next thing you know is, okay, well, I've got four o'clock on this day. And, five, and then you look like you really know what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and you can master this, this filter tool. Uh, you can pull up the first available openings, you know, with probably just three or four clicks. And so it's super efficient, saves you a ton of time, makes you look like a superhero. And, uh, you know, I love it. It just, people don't want to be on the phone for very long. Um, and so you want to try and get them scheduled as quickly as possible because time is money these days. Absolutely. For both, for both you at the front desk and your patients. So, all right, next one, sched next. Schedule next. Schedule next. You start searching for an appointment time. 
uh, for the patient only to have already forgotten their name or what they're trying to schedule for. How does that one work? <laughs> and this is, you know, this is something that I always struggle with because uh, names are not my strength, right? So, you know, if you ever, somebody ever asks you, like maybe in a job interview, you know, what is your biggest weakness? Well, my biggest weakness is names. And even when I was in my other, my dental practice for 18 years, uh, I would have the patient standing in front of me. I'd go out searching for appointment times. And then by the time I was searching my schedule, I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally have for already forgotten this person's name. And so what I always teach my teams to do is build the appointment first. And in the Dentrix software, um, there's this super handy button right in the appointment. It's called Schedule Next. Um, and it's abbreviated to S-C-H-E-D schedule next. And it lets you actually build the appointment. So you can put in all the details, you can put in the time units, you can put in who they're scheduled with. And then you can, you know, just pin what we call pinboard it. So it puts it in this little holding bucket, uh, and then go out and find the appointment time. And that way, you're not doing it just the opposite way. You're you're building the appointment first, and then finding the appointment time instead of finding the appointment time and then building the appointment. And, you know, by the time you find the appointment time, you've already forgotten what you're scheduling for them. So it just kind of turns the process around a little bit. And in in my um, experience, uh, watching team members use this feature, uh, it has saved them a lot of time in scheduling. So that's why I love this feature. And I find that just so many people don't know it's there. And so I love to point it out because it's one of my favorite kind of little nuggets that in the Dentrix software that most people don't know about. And so, you know, whatever software you're using, uh, just look and see if there is a way that you can actually build the appointment first and then um, and then go out and seek the appointment time. It just really saves you a ton of, of time uh, with scheduling. So we kind of find we kind of use the find new appointment time and the schedule next kind of hand in hand, right? Yeah, for sure. I uh, agreed with that. Yep, okay. they both they both do work hand uh, hand to hand together. All right, payment or payment agreements. You know, we yes. have lots of you know practices. We're allowing patients to make payments often than they think. So, talk about the payment agreements function of Dentrix. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. I'll go into work with, I'll go into an, an office and, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot when I go in and train is accounts receivable. And, you know, with you being a CPA, I'm sure that you work a lot with your clients on, on their accounts receivable and things like that. And what I find with accounts receivable is that offices are allowing patients to make payment agreements more than they think they are. And, and because I'll, I'll start going through the, the accounts receivable report, which I like the collection manager, it's called the collection manager, and we'll be going through the collection manager report. And, you know, we'll be, I'll be pointing out this uh, open account balance, you know, that might be over 90 days past due. And I'm like, okay, tell me about that. And, you know, and then the office manager will say, oh, that patient's making payments. And, you know, so I look at her and I'm like, well, I thought you said you don't allow patients to make payments. So I, I do find that offices are allowing patients to make more payments than they really realize they are. So I love 
for, I love to teach my offices to actually enter the payment agreement into the software. And in the Dentrix system, it's called payment agreements. And there's several reasons why I love to use this feature. I don't, I don't love payment agreements because carrying that balance is risky. But if you're going to allow your patients to do payment agreements, and maybe they're in ortho and they're going to be in, in ortho for a year or so. So you're going to allow them to make a payment agreement. Make sure it's in the software so the entire team knows that it's there and they can see it in the software. They can see the patient is in a payment agreement. They can see what their monthly payment, um, the agreed amount is per month. Um, it shows up on the billing statement. Um, also in the Dentrix software, you can attach a credit card on file for your payment agreements. So then the payment agreement system will actually auto post the patient's payment, auto pull it from the credit card and then post it to the patient ledger automatically. Uh, so it's very efficient. It's, it's secure because it's using a secure system for the payment, the credit card on file. So it really makes the process um, just gets everybody on the same page so that the payment agreement isn't in somebody's head, you know, and that then nobody knows um, that the patient's in a payment agreement. So it gets it into the computer where everybody can see it. And, and remember, folks, again, we're talking about Dentrix, but just, you know, you, you can listen to this podcast over and over again. And, you know, if you're using a different software, many of these softwares have the same features. Now, what do we do about a a situation now. I'm sure you've never run into this, Dana, where uh, it's a three thousand dollar treatment plan has been accepted. The patient goes up, and the front office says, uh, "Mrs. Smith, that's three thousand. Would you like to take care of that by cash, check, or credit card?" And 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 she says, "Oh no, doctor told me I could pay that over six months." You've never seen <laughs> that, right? Well, I don't because I teach my offices that. <laughs> that's right. Your pet, your clients don't. <laughs> but I've heard that more of. I mean, I get no, front office I people do. call me up about this. Like, I do hear that. Art, you've got to talk to them, you know? I know. I don't. But, you know, my rule when I work with offices is patients don't get on the schedule without a financial arrangement. And, you know, so we know before the patient even walks in the door what the arrangement is so that they can, the patient, there's no surprises. And, uh, if the, so if the, but if the doctor does override the, the admin team, which that does happen, then, uh, I would, I would highly recommend, um, uh, making sure that the payment arrangement is in the software so that everybody's on the same page. And then when the doctor and the office manager are going, are going over the over 90 day past due accounts, <laughs> then the office manager can remind the doctor that you okayed this payment arrangement. <laughs> Not you okayed it. You made it. And you yeah. know you're not supposed to. Well, she just she lost her time. Yeah, I know. Okay. Tracking gratuities and referrals. We like gratuities and referrals. You know, knowing where your new patients are coming from. Talk about Ex that feature. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, such an important tool and uh, really critical when you are uh, wanting to know how your patients are finding you. You know, and uh, we do... We do rely a lot on new patients to grow our practice. We know that um, every practice has some form of attrition. So you are uh, losing patients for one reason or another. Uh, and then so new patients, it's really important for us to know how are they finding us. And, you know, depending on 
where your referrals are coming from will depend on where your marketing dollars are going to be spent. Exactly. And yeah. And how much of a marketing budget do you have? Where should you be spending those marketing dollars, whether it's social media, whether it's a, a Valpac ad in your local community, or, you know, you're supporting your uh, local baseball team, you know, wherever you're getting your referrals, it's really important that you're tracking those in your software. Um, so one thing I love about Dentrix is there are several reports for getting analytics about your referral sources. And um, also in the Dentrix software, so you may want to also check your software, is um, we can also make the referral source a, um, a required field. And so when your new patients are scheduling, you can force your team, your schedulers, to ask for a referral. Like they can't even create the appointment without asking for the referral. And uh, so we can make that a required field, which I think is really important. And, um, and that way we can get analytics, we can get statistical information about um, our referral sources, you know, um, how much money our patients spending on production from different referral sources. So we can, you know, kind of rate our referral sources by, you know, ABC or, you know, our top five referral sources. So that's really good that we can get reports. And I'm sure every practice management software can get a uh, referral report, an analytics report about their referral sources. And then tracking gratuities is a way that we can say, okay, you know, Susie Smith, she referred this patient in, um, you know, this is her her third referral, we're going to send her a gift card to one of the local restaurants in our community. And we're going to put that gratuity in her account so that we can see, uh, uh, so we can keep track of our gratuities and and what we've given our referral sources for, you know, thank you gifts. Does this uh, function, the tracking gratuities and referrals, also generate a, a thank you letter? How do you work with that? Do you write a thank you? Do you recommend that uh, doctors uh, send a thank you letter or a thank you email for every referral? I mean, how does how do you do that? I do. I really think it's important to thank every referral, uh, especially if it's a patient of record. So if you have a patient that has referred their friends or family, I think it's really important that you either send a letter, which you can generate a, um, a you know, a templated letter and the doctor could just sign the name, his name or her name. Um, or you could just fill out maybe a thank you card or something. I think it is important that we personally thank our referrals, especially if they're if it's coming from a patient. Absolutely. I want to take yeah. before we get to the rest of these, and we will get to all of them today. Uh, Dana, take a second and tell us a little bit about what you do, how you do it, and I want you to give out your contact information because doctors, uh, I talk to front office people in dental offices all the time, and I do hear the frustrations of being overwhelmed. And I've got too much to do. I gotta, I've got to, you know, bill insurance companies. I've got to collect insurance money. I've got to collect payments. I've got to make appointments. I've got to do this. I got to do that. And 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 it never always gets done. And and through working with someone like Dana, you have the opportunity to save your front office person time, so they have the time to make those collection calls, or they have the time to make those appointments uh, for you. Um, you know, maybe get those patients. Uh, that have not, you know, who are active patients who are not, haven't been in in the last 12 months. So Dana, talk a little bit about what you do. You you work all over the country, right? 
Yes, I do. Uh, Wherever there's a golf course, right? (laughs) Wherever there's a golf course or a good restaurant, you know. Well, that's pretty much all over the country. So tell us a little bit about what you do. And then I'd like you to give out your, not only your phone number, but what website, whatever you've got. And it'll also be in the show notes. Perfect. Yes. Uh, So there's a couple of different ways that I work with with practices. Uh, the One of the ways uh, that I work with practices is super easy to jump into. You could jump into it right now is kind of a DIY process with a little bit of help from me. And that's our membership. So, you know, if you go to Navoni.com and it's N-O-V-O-N-E-E.com. And if you go to Navoni.com, there's a green join now button in the upper right corner. You could get a little bit more about our membership right away. You could jump into the membership right now. And it's full of a library of courses. We do a lot of live uh, sessions throughout the month. So that's a good kind of DIY with a little bit of help from me and my team. Now, if you are want something more comprehensive, something more personalized to your practice, then uh, I am one of the few trainers that is traveling the country Uh, I'm in several different offices each month and I usually come in for about anywhere from two to four days with the practice and spend some quality time with the team and, you know, intense learning, lots of hands-on, lots of workflow enhancements. You know, I get to get the implementation started like right away. So I'm there looking over your shoulder, making sure that you're getting getting it done while I'm there. And then we create kind of a 30, 60, 90 day plan to make sure that the implementation keeps going even after I leave. And uh, so those are kind of the ways that I, that I work with, with dental teams right now. That's great. So how does, how do folks get a hold of you? You, you, you have a, a website, phone number? Yeah. Yeah. There's several ways. If you go to my website, I have live chat. You can chat with my team uh, you can call the phone number, you can call, you can email me directly, which is Dana, D-A-Y-N-A at Navoni.com. That's probably the easiest way. Or go to the website and just live chat with our team. Okay. Is there a phone number if they want to give you a call? Yeah. Or, or I mean, you- my, my cell, you can call my cell, which is 425-238-3699. If you get, uh, the voicemail, then I would just dive right over to the website and, and live chat because I get the live chat pretty okay. instantly. I, and then spell that again, Navona, spell the, uh, the the website again for everybody. Yeah, N-O-V-O-N-E-E.com. Sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And I would encourage you, if you guys are having challenges with your software, uh, with your Dentrix, give Dana a call. She's as good as it gets at this stuff. All right, let's go to the next one. Sending to the Dentrix Document Center, which is we're trying to save unnecessary scanning, wasted paper, hard drive storage space. So we'll talk about that feature. Yeah, exactly. You know, in the world of going paperless, we are still getting paper, you know, for we get paper from the outside world. We get paper in the mail. We get we get things emailed from our specialists, uh, emailed. And so what I see a lot of times is, the the team the admin team that is checking the email will print the letter that's attached to the email they'll print it scan it into the document center when we can avoid that whole extra step by um every dentrix software 
install comes with a printer driver called Send to Dentrix Document Center. And what it does is it avoids the process of printing and scanning. And it does a virtual print to the document center. So it saves disk space, saves the office a ton of time. And it's probably one of the most unused features uh, and probably one of the most important. We can send a treatment plan to the document center virtually with that printer driver. Uh, and then you can always email out of the document center. So sending to the document center will save you a lot of paper, a lot of time. And it's just one of those, you know, hidden treasures inside of your software. Well, that's what we're talking about today is the te yeah. top 10 things you might not know exist in Dentrex. Exactly. Okay. Now, now they don't have a good day scheduling program, not a really good day. It's perfect day <laughs> scheduling, yeah. right? So yes. I, I remember when I was part of the Pride Institute and the Pacific Institute, Jim Pride, Phil Whitener, and uh -huh. Deborah Engelhart Nash, uh, our both our good friend who's uh, who was part of it back in the 80s. We used to talk about, uh, you know, 65 to 80 percent of your production should be done in the morning when you're fresh and, you know, have energy and stuff. So mm -hmm. talk about how the perfect day scheduling module in Dentrix works. Absolutely. But first, I'm just oh, going to okay. go back to pride because, you know, the dental practice that I worked at for about 18 years up in the state of Washington uh, was a pride office. And also the interesting thing about my doctor was my doctor was a client of Deborah's up in Washington. Wow. So such a small world, I know. Well, well Deborah's originally from Washington state. I know that. And now she's with... Uh, her wonderful, incredibly talented husband, Dr. Ross Nash, and they run uh, the Institute in North Carolina. So, uh, yes. but yeah, she was originally from Seattle. I know yeah. from, from the Washington area. Yeah, so, small, I know, small world. Small world. Perfect day so, scheduling. Perfect day scheduling. Um, I love perfect day scheduling, especially now. And I talked a lot about this in like first quarter of this year about um, onboarding new team members, having a good cross-training program because perfect day scheduling gives you that roadmap for making sure that your schedule uh, is productive, making sure that you're, you know, you're not booking your doctors so that they don't have to wear roller skates every day. And, you know, making sure that your team is getting out on time, you're seeing patients on time. So perfect day scheduling gives you that roadmap so that you your team knows exactly where to put the appropriate appointment. And this really helps to make sure that you are booking to your goal, that you are you have a good mix of procedures in your hygiene schedule so that you have available reservations for uh, three and four month perio maintenance patients that you have reservation open times for new patients, uh, that you're not triple booking your doctor. And so perfect day scheduling gives you that roadmap. And it's really, really critical for especially those new, new team members that are just now getting into scheduling and they might not know where to put things. And uh, so in your software, if you're not using Dentrix, see if you have a way of mapping out your schedule, a way that you can like make blocks for certain types of appointments so that your team knows exactly where to schedule the appropriate appointments. 
I mean, I, I, I've, I've talked to lots of coaches and consultants over the years, and they say, well, you should maybe have two hour blocks or two hour and a half blocks in the morning. And and I talked to lots of doctors, and I'm sure you hear this too. Maybe the biggest frustration they have is, oh my God, Dana, we're busy, but we're not yeah. productive. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So that's a, that's a big deal. Okay. And then as you talked about goal tracking, that's the next yes. one. Uh, talk about that uh, function in Dendrix. Yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand because uh, every office should have production goals. And, uh, you know, so a lot of times my offices will say, okay, well, we're just going to increase our our production numbers from last year. We're just going to increase them by 10 or 20%. I'm like, that's not how goals no. work. Okay. No. <laughs> no. And I always point my doctors back to their CPA their uh, financial planner, whoever is working with the practice, with the, working with the doctor on their financial goals, which is what you do, at, you know, every day yes. for your doctors. Yes. And I'm like, goals, production goals are built from the practice overhead. You know, what do you want your practice overhead to be? What do you want your profit margin to be? Then that's what we book to. And, you know, because once you know what you want your overhead to be, or you want your profit margin to be, then we know what we need to collect in order to make that happen. Once we know what we need to collect, now we know what we need to produce. And so that's just kind of the, the um, idea behind creating your goals. Once you know what your goal is, let's say your production goal is, you know, $6,000 a day. And, uh, you know, part of that goal is hygiene. Part of that goal is doctor. And so depending on what your hygiene goal is, um, which in, in, you know, my consulting and a lot of consultants will agree that hygienists should be producing three times their total compensation. And so that's pretty easy to define. Your hygiene goal is pretty easy to define. So you determine what your hygiene goal is. Then you can put in your hygiene uh, producers, their goals into the software so that they can now track their production versus their goal. See, are they on track? Are they at goal for the month? Are they at goal for the day? And then you can see the same thing for your doctors. Uh, Are your doctors on track for goal for today? And there's several reports and screenshots that we can see in the software to get a um, really kind of an at-a-glance idea of, are we at goal for today? Are we at goal for the month? And that way, you know, you know, you can forecast uh, if you need to step it up or if you can, you know, kind of sit back and have a cool rest of the month because you're already at goal. Here, Here's the cool thing about being able to have goals and be able to get that next production block in there is in a, in a dental practice, if you do an additional crown, let's say that's you know $1,500, you don't have to add any additional team members. You don't pay any additional rent. You don't have any additional insurance. Your, your marginal overhead, your additional overhead for that crown is lab and supplies, which is usually about you know 15%. If you have a CAD CAM machine, it's a lot less. So, if I can add $10,000 in production by using this goal tracking you know, um, uh, mechanism in Dentrix, I can make an additional $8,000 a month. I mean, that, wow. that's the yeah. cool thing about this. So Definitely. 
Yeah. So, all right. Uh, more information, but we all want more information, right? <laughs> we do. You know, we're on the phone with mom. She wants to know when her three kids and husbands are scheduled and what are they doing? We don't even talk to each other. So what, how does that work? <laughs> yeah, I know. I get, I get this question a lot. Dana, what is the fastest way for me to find a family's appointments? And so this is the fastest way, you know, if you just double click on your appointment book anywhere in an open slot and you find the family and click on the more information button, whoop, you're going to pop up your family's um, appointments. And um, this is this is definitely one of those light bulb moments where it's such an easy thing. And, and people are like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that that button was even there. And uh, it just really streamlines the process of finding the next appointments. When are when is everyone in this family due for their next recare visit? Uh, it's very helpful for the offices where you might have um, family members that have different last names because it puts everybody in, from the whole family into one screen. So you can see everybody in the family, no matter what their last name is. And one of the things, and I know going back to the goal tracking that we have uh, a practice advisor report and daily huddle. I mean, it, yeah. it just any time a doctor says we don't do a morning huddle, I just my I just my head starts to explode. It's just like I, hurts, I agree you with know, you. Oh, no. and and it's like and as part of the the huddle and and part of this more information, you know, when you're on the phone with or, or when Mrs. I'm sorry, when Mrs. Smith is in, say you know we're real concerned. We haven't seen Johnny and Stevie and your husband, and they haven't been in in a while. Is everybody yep. okay? We're real yep. concerned. Yeah, I, I mean, this is all part of production and incremental production and all exactly. this stuff. Exactly. Linking alternate cases when we're giving yeah. the patient options for treatment, they can only choose one. How does that work? Yeah. I mean, we, we're always giving patients options. Of course, that's our one thing that we do in treatment planning every day. You know, whether we're giving them an option between a bridge an implant and a RPD or maybe we're giving them an option between amalgam and composite. You know, it's important that we do have those options listed in our software so that we do have that kind of that trail of uh, treatment plan, tre treatment planning options. So it's really nice in the Dentrix software that we can link those alternate cases together. Those Say that you're giving the patient three options to replace that missing tooth. And you can link those three cases together. It just gives the software, gives your team a, a really quick visual that those are not three separate treatment plans. Those are three treatment plans where the patient has has to choose one of them. And, and then once the patient chooses what they want to schedule, then you can just quickly accept the one that they're choosing. And then it the software will automatically reject the other two, but it keeps it in the software, it keeps it in the history. So you can always look at it, you know, you can always let the patient know, you know, we did give you those other two options, you decided to go with the bridge. And uh, just, you know, keeps the integrity of your documentation intact, so that you do have kind of I say that paper trail, but you know, it's not paper, but it's a digital trail of what you offered the patient. No, oh, that, that's great. And then the last one we've got here, is patient-friendly descriptions. Now, that, this is something I've heard doctors 
and I, I've actually had arguments with doctors. It's like, <laughs> so, so you're 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 telling a patient they need a crown, um, a crown porcelain fused to noble metal, and the margin is going to be five millimeter. Um, you know, nobody cares. <laughs> I know. Is it going to make me feel better? Am I going to look better? So, yeah. when we're talking about presenting a case, whether it's the doctor yeah. or the um, um, or the the front office, I mean. So you're saying Dentrix has something that can give me a description that doesn't sound like I'm uh, uh, I, I went to Caltech and I'm speaking, uh, you know, like from the Big Bang Theory. Right. 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 You know, you don't have to you don't have to read through the ADA CBT book to understand right. what it's talking about, you know, because um, most patients don't know what a resin to surf post is. You know, they have no idea what that is. But if you said it's a tooth colored uh, filling, you know, made out of porcelain material, they understand that. And another thing that perfect days, or I mean, patient friendly descriptions is good for, um, are your Spanish speaking patients or your, you know, they speak a different language. And if you can, um, help to give the patient something that they can understand a little bit more clearly, then it helps build the patient relationships. It helps you to, you know, increase patient loyalty, all those kinds of things. So patient-friendly descriptions is really nice with treatment planning. Uh, it's really helpful for being able to give the patient something that they can clearly understand in layman's language. And uh, it's just really helpful, especially with treatment planning. So now we've, we've gone through these 10 items. What, what are the biggest, before we wrap this up, and I'd, I'd love yeah. to talk to you for hours and hours and <laughs> About that, you know, what club do you use for 150 yards? No, that's golf. I'm sorry, we can't talk about that. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, what's the biggest mistakes that you see people make with with Dentrex dental software? Yeah, I think probably one of the biggest mistakes that I see is that that I mean, I, oh, gosh, there's several of them, but one of the biggest is that we're we're not treating our practice like a business. And we are, um, we don't have a really good system for our daily, weekly, monthly workflow so that we are, you know, we're kind of running around like chickens with their heads cut off or, you know, we're running by the seat of our pants because we don't have a good system in place. And, you know, when we, when we practice like that, when we don't have good systems, then it is costing our practice a lot of money in inefficiencies, in, you know, team turnover, because if you don't have a good onboarding process, get your team members into a good system, then you will have higher turnover and higher turnover is costing your practice a lot of money. Tens of thousands of dollars. Yes. Oh, it's, it's incredible. And, uh, so I think that's probably the biggest mistake I see is not having really good systems for onboarding and, just a good daily workflow. And, um, and then, you know, then I could go down the list, you know, documentation in all different places, you know, you're, you can't find information and, you know, the list goes on and on. But, but at the end of the day, Dana, this software was designed by some really smart people, I'm assuming. And if you learn to use it, and that, that's the whole point of today's conversation is if you learn to use this software correctly, and efficiently, it's going to save your practice time and it's going to save you money and you're going to have a more enjoyable experience of your job and your patients are going to be happier. Other than that, there's no big deal about using software correctly, right? 
<laughs> well, and, and the thing about software art that you know is it's constantly evolving and there's constant updates. And, you know, I just did an update this morning. My software updated this morning. The software is being updated about every six to eight weeks. And, and so, you know, there's always something new to learn. And so it's not a, a, a learn it and forget it type of process. It is a learn it and then learn it again and then continue learning it. And it's just a constant evolution of, of process. So the last thing I want to ask you is, so we have a front office person who's kind of listening to this and their brain is about ready to explode, Yeah. but they want to learn more. And so once you teach somebody or once they go to some training, and I'm assuming if if you buy Dentrix, Dentrix has training that comes with it, right? I mean, it, it may sure. not be yes. you, but it yeah. may be somebody like you. And then sure. how often, what do you recommend to the front office people that the doctors can talk to the front office people and say, all right, so now I've gone through this training with Dana. How often do we revisit this or how often do we, I mean, because there's always things you forget. I mean, how, how do we always update? Well, you know, I think it kind of depends on the practice budget. And, you know, if they are, if they have a customer support plan with their Dentrix software, they have access to the Dentrix Resource Center. They have access to what are called the Dentrix Mastery Tracks, which is um, kind of a how-to process with Dentrix. They give you like a certification, not a certification, but a certificate that you completed the course. You know, so... I would say that if you are um, only wanting to use the Dentrix um, resources, then I would make sure that you're tapping into any new videos that are coming out on a regular basis. Make sure that you're tapping into the Dentrix newsletter and the magazine and, and constantly reading like every single month. Uh, now, if you feel like you're you're wanting more, you know, you really want to deep dive into more customization, more of the why, why would I do it this way? Um, or I, I really feel like I need some more uniqueness to my for my practice, and you're willing to spend a little bit extra money, then my membership is also like a yeah. regular monthly recurring um learning process. You know, we are constantly doing live events every month. We are constantly adding new courses, updating our courses when a new Dentrix software comes out. And uh, so I feel learning is a definitely an ongoing process. It's not something that you do today and then you learn it and forget and like you'd never have to do it again. It's it's a constant learning process. And and that's what keeps our brain young. You know, I listened to a podcast the other day about um, cognitive decline. And, yes. you know, if we want to continually keep our brain healthy and uh, reduce the cognitive decline in our brains, we have to constantly keep teaching ourselves things. And what better way to just keep learning more about your software? Oh, well, exactly. And the thing is, doctors, and we'll, we'll kind of put a bow on this here, is if you bring someone like Dana in, and, and I can assure you that if you bring someone like Dana in, or if you bring Dana in, she's going to improve your practice. It, it's not like, well, it, it, it's, it's, she can't, she's going to do that. But you're going to find out about your team. 
if you bring someone in like Dana, who knows these 10 things that you're not using that can save you time and money, and your front office person just kind of puts their hand up and says, no, no, I like the way we're doing things now. I don't think we need to, then you may need a new team member. And that might be a great entree to letting you know that your team member is not the right team member. And you've seen that too, right, Dana? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I've seen, you know, the, the, a good, a good team member just in the wrong seat, you know, and we might just have to put her in a different job description and uh, she might be a really great human and you want to keep her on the team, but she just might be in the wrong seat. So it's also about having butts in the right seats and, um, and, but then if, if the person is toxic, then we know we need to get that person out of the office. And, There's a seat uh, I, that's called the ejector seat. That's that's one, the <laughs> exactly. one that launches them in outer space. Yeah. Yeah. Dana Johnson, certified Dentrix trainer and workflow expert. Thank you so much for this great information. One more time, how do people get a hold of you? Your website, phone number, things yep. like that. Yeah. And then the please best. stay, please stay with me as I take the podcast out. Sounds good. Thank you, Art. This was a pleasure meeting you, talking with yes. you. I can't wait to play golf with you. It's going to oh be so Oh my God, we're we going to have so much fun. And, and by the way, we have we have in golf, just so you understand, my last name is Wiederman. So we have Wiederman Golf Association rules that we play by. <laughs> okay. It's a rule book that I keep in my head. So like I'll pull out rule 72A6B small i that says <laughs> I can wedge that from behind the tree. And remember that all scores are quoted approximately. Oh, got it. Okay, I so love that. So there you go. So give I out your kind. I mean, yeah, but you yeah, know, <laughs> golf is my passion. I've told my, my audience knows that. Yes. So, um, uh, the, so the best way to get a hold of me is to go to my website, uh, Navoni.com. And I have live chat. I get the live chat instantly when you get on the live chat and then and then we will get back in touch with you or um, email me that's also a quick way to get to me is dana at navoni.com um go ahead and that's and that's (laughs) d-a-y-n-a folks yes yes and uh and then i you can always reach me on my cell phone um, if I'm in an office, though, I, I won't answer my phone, of course, because I'm I'm one on one with a client. Um, and so phone calls are probably the the slowest way to get to me. But it's my cell phone is four, two, five, two, three, eight, three, six, nine, nine. Fantastic. Dana, stay with me uh, as I take this out. But thank you so much for your time and your expertise today in helping our audience. Thank you, Art, for having me. It was a pleasure. You're welcome. And folks, thank you again for the honor and the privilege of your time. I am I, I'm so passionate about this podcast. It's just something we're 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 approaching five years at the end of this year. And uh, I know we've helped a lot of people. I get emails from you, I get calls from you about the fact that the information is good. You know, if you're a new listener to the podcast, you go onto your podcast app and all of them are there. It's a library, it's a practice management and financial management library. We have covered every topic that I can think of. Um, We haven't covered this topic. This is a new one, the one we did today, but please go on and look at it. And if it's of help to your practice, spend time working on your practice, not just in your practice. Uh, You'll make more money. You'll have more joy in your life. I'm just telling you, it's, you know, that we go back to the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, and expecting a different result, and that just doesn't happen. So thank you again to our wonderful uh, marketing partner, Decisions in Dentistry Magazine. 
uh, you know, 140 wonderful continuing education courses uh, that are you can buy for a very reasonable price. Get your CE, the best clinical content, the best clinical uh, articles that you're ever going to see. I'm going to have some articles coming up in the magazine on the website, I believe. Uh, here in 2023, that's uh, com. If you are looking for a dental CPA, and our firm, uh, we have, uh, we're I barely, it's the 19th largest CPA firm uh, in the country, but we handle dental practices like yours, lots and lots of them. We have about a thousand dentists' clients in our offices in the Western United States. If you need help on understanding your numbers, tax and financial planning, um, if you have a cybersecurity issue, we have a cybersecurity group. It took me several times to pronounce the word cybersecurity, but it's a big deal if someone tries to hack and take over your computer. Give me a call, 657-279-3243, or email me at A Wiederman, that's W I E. D-E-R-M-A-N at Eidbailey, E-I-D-E-B-A-I-L-L-Y.com. And with that, folks, uh, that will do it for this edition of the Art of Dental Finance and Management with Art Wiederman CPA. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Art of Dental Finance and Management podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. The Art of Dental Finance and Management podcast is produced by Ide Bailey in partnership with Art Wiederman, CPA, Decisions in Dentistry Magazine, and the Academy of Dental CPAs. For audience questions and feedback, email Art Wiederman, awiederman at idebailey.com. That's A-W-I-E-D-E-R-M-A-N at E-I-D-E-B-A-I-L-L-Y.com. Or you may call Art at 657-279-3243.